Things are getting weird. This is going to sound funny. I was in a hot tub with this guy in Pismo Beach. It is weird. I'm probably never going to talk to you again. In this episode of Breaking It Down, everything has changed. It's like we're breaking up right on the air here. Nothing's changed in my life. It has changed, though. Nothing's changed. Crosby has a new dog. So what's going on? You got a new dog. You got an announcement to make. We have Bruno. We're introducing Bruno. 12 weeks old. Pain in the ass, but Bruno. Chad has a lot of body hair. Do you have a hair tank top like I got going on right now? I don't know. It's weird. Looks good on you, though. Alex has a nasty beard irritation. I have to go to the dermatologist tomorrow because underneath my beard is so messed up. Dude, itchy, like red. I scratch my face till it bleeds. Shave it. And Chad wants Alex to dabble in the toilet business. Why wouldn't you start a toilet company? I don't want that. I want to, like, learn how to, like, bedazzle Stanley Cups and just do those in my garage. That's the lamest thing I've ever heard. Then I put some diamonds on it for you. No, it's the dumbest business model I've ever heard in my life. Hang on tight. This episode of Jack Daniels Presents This Life Ain't For Everybody, the Breaking It Down edition with Chad Belding and Alex Crosby is coming in hot. Dude, what's with this light? Are you trying to see me better? I didn't turn that on. Uh Huh? I didn't turn that on. Whatever. So no Christmas gift. I haven't seen you. Didn't get a Merry Christmas text. Like, are you? That's a lie. I know you've been sad. That's a lie. No, it's not. Yes, it is. I could produce it right now. I know the audience is starting to catch on to the common theme of I'm always up your ass because not literally, but I'm, I'm always wondering like, you know, I didn't see you during the holidays. You literally said on this podcast and in text that you were going to come out during, we were going to hang out during Christmas week and have a drink and you never made one bit of an effort to do so. Don't you think that's a two way street? But, but again, it goes back to 99% of the time. I'm the one that makes a hundred percent of the things happen. But you said, you said, let's break that sentence down since that's what this okay, song called. Let's do it. You're coming out here to have a drink. Therefore, I would need to be invited out here to have said drink. Any lawyer in the world. What about if you invite me to Reno? In my whole life knowing you, you've always had a white elephant Christmas party. You did not do that this year. We've always met up and had it drink maybe even before that out here. Got into some of your good whiskeys. You really went hermited this Christmas. I think your 42-day road trip just broke you down and you didn't feel like doing it, which is fine, dude. I don't That's care. That's not true. I've had, I was out here. I had Alyssa. I was doing my thing. Well, yeah, you were out here. You should have called and said, hey, are you going to come out? You want to watch National Lampoon's Vacation? I'm not going to invite myself. Christmas Vacation? Yeah. Did you watch it? Several times. I watched them all. I hit them. The only one I didn't get to watch was Bad Santa. It's because I couldn't find it streaming and I didn't want to pay for it on Amazon I found Prime. It streaming? Oh, maybe not. Maybe I paid for it. Yeah. On it's Amazon. on Prime for or sure. Prime, yeah. Yeah. Or, yeah. Amazon Prime. Prime. I watched one and two. I forgot how funny two is. Kathy Dude, Bates I haven't is watched two in a while. Do you remember Kathy Bates? Oh, yeah. I think it's his mom. Yeah, two's almost <laughs> as good as nasty. one. It's nasty. Yeah, it's a lot nastier for the sure. The kid's back in it. The only person that's not in it is his brunette girlfriend from part one. Uh, Billy Bob's girlfriend? Yeah. He hooks up with several girls yeah. in part two, but he, his girlfriend from part one, the bartender's not in it. I forgot they are kind of together the whole time, huh? They are the whole movie. They yeah. mean they pretty much Well, he meets Christmas. her, yeah, pretty early on. So what's going on? You got a new dog. You got an announcement to make. We have Bruno. We're Bruno. introducing Bruno. 12 weeks old. Pain in the ass, but yeah, Bruno. You loving him? Yeah, he's great. He did- helped ease the, the missing of yeah. Econ? I guess I, I got sad just now. <laughs> You did again? Fuck. Oh, it is it's brutal. It is definitely still there with Pecan, but uh, it's funny because Bruno, you're either chasing him around, you know, making sure he doesn't piss in the house or something like that, or literally he's like sleeping on my lap. So like he fills the time, you know, so I don't think about the other so much. So, and I think that's what I needed. You know what I mean? So 
Well, let's put it in perspective of a relationship. Let's see how close it comes. Like if you and Jilly broke up right now, Pecan was six. You and Jilly been together for 10 or 11 years. So another half a decade, let's say. But if you if if you broke up with Jilly right now or she left you or God forbid something happened to either one of you, you wouldn't go out and date within weeks. No. You might go on a friendship, hey, a cup of coffee kind of deal with an old mate or somebody, a girl you might know, but you wouldn't be like right back in the, hey, here's my girl deal. Like, right. It, right how do you put that in perspective with a dog? Are you ready to love another dog already after after you love Pecan that hard? Yeah. I mean, I am definitely like worried. <laughs> You know, I guess it just like a relationship, right? You're like, I don't want to get my heart broken again, which is what happened to me with the dog. You know, it's like they're, you know, they're fragile little things, dude. You know, I get, you know, relationships are different, but the same, you know, a relationship is fragile too, man. And it's like here I'm going to invest all my feelings and stuff into into Bruno now and then shit, something could happen to him and, you know, something could happen to him quick. He could live his whole life. Who knows? The same thing could happen, but it's weird because I went a decent amount of time from I had another French bulldog named Anna and then she passed away, but we talked about it now, you know, just natural old age. And then I went like a while without a dog with, I had no dog and didn't you have two at one time? Yeah. Well, you had a when Anna was, no, no, no. I, uh, my German short hair, Claire, which she also died of natural causes, you know? So she was, wasn't as so hard. You never to, had two Frenchies at one time. No. Did Brad? No. What did he have? English Bulldogs. English. He had two of those at the same time. But yeah, the, uh, man, it was, it, this one was weird. It just was, like I, I said the other day, it was like, I just didn't want to be home, didn't want to be alone, which, man, I mean. I'm starting to figure out, like, this is all the more reason for you and Julie to have a kid. No. You're like God, telling the no. world you need kids. Yeah, no. Have you ever heard the Toby Keith song about the natural progression of life in a relationship about how, and then along comes love 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 and then along comes kids and it talks about it throughout the song about like how a guy gets to the point to where you're kind of describing in his time like oh, i need a mate uh, a little bit of day oh we're married oh now it's something now that's kind of taking its its path right where we went on some dates we're married we've done the fun traveling and the next natural is we're bored as hell we're gonna have some babies no way not well. I'm too old, dude. No, you're not. I'm 43. You have a six week old freaking lap. I'm 43 I mean, years old, dude. I'm yeah, not. That's not a kid. He's sleeping on your lap and pissing all over your house. Hey, well, yeah, but it's not a kid. What's the difference? You just got your heart broke by one. Oh my god. Emotionally, I, they hey, are. Imagine what I felt for a dog if it was a kid, dude. How do you even make it through that's that? That's what's so awesome about kids because you put all that love into them. You can't worry about what if. Of course, you are naturally going to worry. I worry about Alyssa every day, but gal, when she's by me, dude, I feel like I'm the king of the world. Mm. I mean, when I hug her, I feel like I'm the king, dude. Because spent- that's yours. That's your that's your blood. That bulldog ain't. I mean, I know how special they are. Don't get True. me wrong. Like, if something happened to Axler Duff or one of my dogs, I'd be destroyed, but- it's time for kids. No, never going to What about adopting? No. I don't want kids, dude. I literally, let me tell you something. I have a baby niece, Mallory's sister's daughter, and she's very young, like six months old. And then, her, oh, you'll love this. Uh, her other son, her son, Truby, and he's like three and a half, four. But so I was with him half the day yesterday from like 3.30 till like 6.30 and he is, dude, he 
I let I had him listen. He, he was listening to all this frozen music and all this lame stuff. So I introduced him to Guns and Roses. He literally listened to Welcome to the Jungle over and over and over and over and over. And then I showed him ACDC, Highway to Hell, Back in Black, TNT. Dude, how old is he? Like four, three and a half. Highway four. to Hell's a little, <laughs> dude. So we're down in Pismo Beach, and he's screaming Highway to Hell on the boardwalk. <laughs> Over and over and over. Rocker, huh? Oh, dude. Then I, so yesterday I introduced him to Pantera. He was loving that. But cowboys from Hell or Vulgar Display of Power? Vulgar, yeah. Uh, I, a little bit of Cowboys, but he didn't like Cowboys as much. That is a way different sound on Cowboys. Yeah. But uh, I know he's not listening to this, but dude, when he has a meltdown, temper tantrum, freaking, it's hard, dude. That's, and that's well, when he's not. How much of a joy is? Yeah, dude. I guess. Yeah, well, I guess. Very when, rare when you that choose. Does he have ch- a lot of meltdowns? Oh yeah. Oh, he's only three and a half, four years yeah, old. They dude. grow out of that. Sure. You just slap him in the forehead. And say, hey, that's well, pipe it up. Yeah. You're not allowed to touch kids anymore. You know, not, I know dude, they, he I doesn't got, get spanked. You know how many times I got spanked as a kid, and I mean spanked. Oh, dude, what's what, all we got? Do you think that maybe if we still raised our kids like that, we'd have a different generation of you, kids? You know what's funny though, man, is because and I tell because Jilly's sister is you know well Jilly's sister is like. Uh, she's an occupation she knows everything about kids she's an occupational therapist deals with you know autism and all that so she knows a lot she knows more than i know and i always talk about that like dude give them one you know like because kids can be brutal dude oh yeah and she's like no you know you, you can't punish him for feeling his emotions and it, and then you wonder like did we get a great freaking upbringing? I mean, we we obviously all turned out okay, but like it's weird to see like her point of view with kids. But then everyone around's like, "How long do we have to listen to this, dude?" Or like, you know, it, I don't know. It's crazy, dude. That's why. That's another thing. I don't know how to raise kids. Don't want to know how to raise. How kids. was the trip to Pismo? We were there for all that mega tide, you know. So you couldn't drive on the beach, which I wanted to do, but it was fun. We, Did you see surfers? Oh, my God, dude. They were loving it. I know. I saw that. And they were right. Dude, the crazy. Wasn't there like 40-foot waves and Oh, shit? my God. Yeah. And they were. So I don't know why, but they like being right by the, the piers, you know. And I, a certain dudes go through the, you know, they're going through those pillars, dude, surfing through the pillars. It's gnarly. But a lot of, they all do. They surf right by the, the boardwalk, maybe because that's how they get out, I guess. But it was really cool. And then. We did. We got one day on the beach. The first day we were there, it was sunny and no tide and all that stuff, and it was cool, man. But yeah, to see all that water coming over, they had there was videos from Pismo of dudes uh, RVs getting wiped out and trucks and four wheelers because south of where we were, and we went. To, I thought we'd be able to go do it one day because the tide was lower, but it wasn't low enough. You literally can take your truck right out onto the sand. They rent like sand buggies and four wheelers and all that stuff so people are out there doing that but the tides freaking came up and closed all that uh but it was it was yeah it was great dude just hung out and drank and ate and where'd you stay resort uh, yeah airbnb no resort good food great food we it's funny dude we went to three we got all you know recommendations from a girl that used to live there and she gave us two italian places both of them were lights out and then a pizza place that was really the only bad meal we had was the first day well i'm sure you've been on the five many times the five south is a brutal drive and day after christmas it was it was gnarly dude just gnarly took a six hour drive took like eight and a half so we just went to like the uh restaurant that was hooked to the hotel and it was not good but 
Other than that, everything else was good. So before you left, you um, during the deal, the ordeal with Pecan, you weren't really drinking. You said you had a few at the Eldorado Christmas party. Did you dr- let go down there? Let loose it all down there? <laughs> I drank. <laughs> I drank one. Uh, I drank every day, uh, but it's like all day. You know, like get up in the morning, have a Bloody Mary at breakfast, and then drink beers all day, kind of thing. You know, but I never. One night, the second night we were there, I drank a half a can of, they make these like weed infused drinks. Have you ever seen those? It's not your thing, I know. But uh, I didn't even drink a half of it. I drank a quarter of it. And, uh, but then I also already had like eight or 10 beers and, and yeah, I got pretty tuned up. When you're, when, does JP drink with you on those trips? Yeah. He'll drink beer all day? No. He drinks whiskey all day? No, he drinks wine. He'll drink beer, but not like me, you know what I mean? But he'll drink. But then, like, at dinner, you know, he'll drink, like, he'll order a couple, two, three bottles of wine for, you know, two or three people. So, Christmas Eve, we went to La Strada, and we all got pretty tuned up. Didn't get the invite for that either. Hmm. Were you here? Yeah. I I just don't know what happened to you. I think you were just tired, huh? Slept for a week. When did I see you on the 22nd? I was tired. I mean, I was on a run, and then I left... Then the week after Christmas and then the week after that, I mean, I just kept going. Right. So you you can blame it on me all you want, but you need to look at the man in the mirror, as Michael Jackson said. I was really disappointed you didn't do that white elephant party, too. That was always a fun one. Yeah, I got to get back on my party. I did throw a good Halloween party. That's a good costume party. You did throw a party. No, you're the party guy. You're Van Wilder. Hmm. I'm your black sidekick. You were going to get Sons of Nevada going again? Nah. I am going to do that. I've been really thinking about that. Well, let's first before. Here's what I'm going to start. Well, go well, ahead. Let's, before we get into Sons, any announcements on the professional stage, the, the realm, your, um, anything to report back to the listening audience? Did I got the lightest W2 I've ever had in my life. <laughs> <laughs> so you're, you're not working still? No. Have you taken a job? I've been doing a lot of side hustling. No. Are you looking to take a job? Not as aggressively as I should, I should say. So the conversations that are in the rumor mill that you've been having are kind of dying out or are they still in existence? No, they're all there. You just don't know if that's what you want? I just really want to do my own thing. And I'm really disappointed that I haven't figured it out yet. Disappointed in myself. Um, I don't know. You don't want to work here? You don't want to come run a company? No. You don't? I'm trying desperately not to be an employee again. There's nothing wrong with it. And I really probably think I I know there's not, but it's just a different thing. You know, it'll be very, if I have to do something like that, I think it'll be very hard for me to do. I've had a lot of freedom for the last five years. So it's going to be hard to get, be hard to put, go back into the swing of things. So, so to speak. So how serious are you about these conversations you've been having on my end? Yeah. Well, I mean, not to sound I mean, and not to go too deep into it, I, I I don't need money yet, so I'm not really like serious about anything. Not to that sounds stupid, but like I didn't like leave a job where you know my rent was due the next week. I don't live paycheck to paycheck, I guess is what I'll say. So I didn't like leave a job, and now I'm like, God, if I don't get another one within a certain amount of time, I'm not going to be able to cover my bills. I and that's all predicated by the way that I live my life, right? I have like one. I have a handful of bills, you know, I have a, a mortgage payment and I have insurance and the normal stuff, you know, so it would be different. I think if I was like desperate for money and I'm not, I have a, the ability to kind of continue to try and do what I want to do before I just take a job somewhere to make ends meet, you know? So yeah, I haven't been, I mean, dude, if I was out looking for a job, I, I wouldn't have a 
two foot long beard and you know you know so any intentions of shaving it so i have to go to the dermatologist tomorrow because underneath my beard is so messed up and i cannot get it fixed like i don't i don't know what's wrong with me so i literally messed up dude itchy like red uh like on your neck under your beard no like my like my jawline how do you know if you can't see under it because it itch dude, i could literally scratch my face off so i scratch my face till it bleeds Ugh. i know shave it and get some cream well on there. so i was gonna and that's what jilly was like well how do you know that's gonna solve anything you shave your beard off and then you know whatever's going on is dude i literally have had two facials that women get i love them i get them all the time you do love them i'm not hey all I'm, the blackheads on your nose and all the stuff they do to your skin is amazing hey i, hey, I would have been the first one to tell you that it, it was lame it, i just i, I enjoyed I, it dude i have one being uh done for when i get back from this next california really before shot show the thing i like is you just kind of lay there with your eyes closed and you get to relax for like an hour you know but uh yeah dude i've had two facials i no joke have bought six different kinds of beard oil i bought this spray stuff from a beard company I bought two different things of like like salve, like balm stuff, and and keeping in mind that I've I had all this stuff before. It's not like I just grew a beard and wasn't taking care of it. It's just something is. And so this one chick that did the facial or whatever, she said, "There's something you can get that has nothing to do with washing your beard or any. It's like almost like a you could equate it to be like a virus that you have to take like steroids to get rid of it." So I have to, I literally have an appointment tomorrow to go to the dermatologist so that she can look at and see what the, what's going on. It's crazy. Bummed if she says you have to shave it. Yeah. You're not ready to then. No. So you do want to keep it. Yeah. But at one time you were ready to take it off. I know. I, I go back and forth. It's so funny, dude, because so yesterday I went to Costco and the dude. <laughs> perfect place to get me a gift, but. Did you not get it? I sent it via a uh, common still, carrier. Through Pony Express? Yeah. So the dude was the dude at the cashier was like, man, great beard. You know how long to take you to grow it? Da, 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 da. Makes all this conversation. If I didn't have a beard, that conversation wouldn't happen. More a hundred people, no joke. If I go out a lot, a hundred people a month tell me how great my beard looks. Does that make you feel good internally? No, I don't care about that. What I'm saying is if I shave it off, nobody says shit. So it's like a yeah, it's like a conversation starter. It's an you know, it's it's a unique characteristic, I guess. I'm not arguing that. No, I know. So it, the only pe- the only person that even says I should shave. Well, my mom says I should. Of course, Jilly's mom says I should. Does Jilly? No. And then there's a few like people out there, like guys. It's, I think people think it's unprofessional, which I guess I could see. But people are covered in tattoos and piercings and shit now, and they're all okay, right? So you can't grow your facial hair out. There's some of the old school mindset: George Steinbrenner and the Yankees, Les Nesbitt, you know. No facial hair, clean cut. And I know that if I was going to go apply for jobs, upper level jobs, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't go to an interview with. So what are, a beard. What are you? What are this? What are the options here? For what you're going on a while without an income? Like, what are the options? Like, what are you trying to start of your own? Something in the construction industry still? No, I, I, I have no ideas. That's what I said. I'm, I'm trying to look at all these things. I'm trying to. I don't know. I, I guess I'm trying. I, I'm hoping something will hit me and. I don't have like, you know, I know you have this deep passion for waterfowl hunting and all this stuff. And that's what you've created your businesses on. I just don't, I don't have that. Well, you got passion for cars, Harleys. Yeah. Hunting you don't? No, I do. But 
You have barely hunted this year, which is weird to me. I haven't. I got some trips coming up right now. We've had weird weather here, though. What trips do you have coming up? Uh, we're going coyote hunting this weekend. I'm going chucker hunting. I thought Clint told me it might get called off because of the weather, no? It's supposed to snow. We're, I mean, we're going to wait and see. The snow wouldn't be bad, but the wind is supposed to be tough. I, if it is that, we we probably will call it off, but I'll, I'll go do something else, wind I no think. no good for coyote hunting. Any hunting, really, ten except to, waterfowl. 10 to 20, which is t- way too much. Uh, chucker hunting the next weekend. I haven't been duck hunting this whole year. Who are you chucker hunting with? It's funny. My brother might go. Did you guys do the Winnemucca trip with Frankie? That's what's coming up. Oh, it is? Yeah. What's that trip for? Nothing. Just, just we just, We've been doing it forever, yeah. I think this is the 16th year. Where are you going to stay at? Scott Shady Court. I should say, where are you going to stay? It's not proper grammar. Or I liked it, though. Where are you going to stay at? Scott Shady Court. Going to eat at the Martin Bass Dinner. Prime rib. It's a good dinner. Probably going to eat at the Ormachias is back. What about the hotel? Gone. Tore it down. They're gone. And somebody should have. Remember, they had that pecan painted on the side of that. Yeah. Somebody should have saved that. Ormachias is back on again. Yeah. We ate there on my mom's deer tag. It was good. It's not a Basque anymore. Not a Basque. That sounds It's not a Basque family style serving restaurant. It's not. It's more like a steakhouse now, but with kind of Basque ish food. Pretty good steaks, though. Really good. Did you have tongue, too? You don't get that. You so don't they get- don't have Basque dishes. There's no sweetbreads. No, no, no. You would have to order them. You don't get it with your meal, I guess, is what I was going to well, say. Well, you don't so, any Basque restaurant, really. Yeah, you do. Tongue? Like at Lou, or yeah, Louis, Not it's anymore. usually a, uh, yeah, it's the starter. No. You usually get beans, salad, bread, and then you get some kind of starter, either chorizo, tongue. Not sweetbreads, usually. Tongue's That's usually an entree. Menu now. I mean, they. It might be now, but we used to always rice, get. Oxtails chicken and rice, yeah. Chicken and rice, yeah. And tongue, you have to order pretty much. I love oxtails. I've been so making them here. I had uh, Oso Buco at uh, dinner. That's so good. Down there in Pismo? No. Uh, La Strada. It was good. Tony was there. You saw Marini? Yeah. Him and his family were eating in there. Where's your next trip? This weekend, I go to um, Sacramento for a volleyball tournament. Liz is going to rock that. And then right after that, I go to um, Rockies for three more days. Um, Realtree's coming out to film a little documentary on me. And then... I'm going to come back from that and hopefully go to Aaron Lewis. I'm trying to go to Aaron Lewis. In town here? Yeah. This is going to sound funny at the beginning. I was in a hot tub with this guy in Pismo Beach, and his daughter was a big uh, traveling volleyball player like Alyssa, and he was talking about they do some big one here, huh? I think you went to it last year maybe. Yeah, the Reno tournament's huge. They play in it every year. He And that's what he said. He, he said, I, I get to Reno at least once a year. My daughter plays in – the volleyball thing and we not that we talked about you specifically but i was talking about you in reference to my friend's daughter does that too and how it's crazy to me i mean but i don't know why is it crazy because i grew up like you did where our baseball coach had a vietnam era duffel bag full of bats and balls and you went out and played baseball well, and, shit's changed bro. oh dude remember shadow mountain you'd just go out there was a five o'clock game and a five thirty and a six and yeah, now it's traveling to Sacramento and Manticas, which is where I got Bruno. Yeah, if you look at it that way, it is cr- and the amount of money these tournaments are making. Oh, dude. The merch stand's got a mile long line. Dude, the Just to Dutch get a sweatshirt from these things, like a concert. The Dutch Brothers, I drove by the volleyball tournament last year. It was here. Across the street over there. That Dutch Brothers over there, there must have been 300 people at it. It's all the parents. Yeah, right? there's not very many concessions inside. So they right. have some food trucks out front. And but then the parents the want crossed. a coffee to sit there and watch their kid play volleyball or whatever they're getting, you know. And it was, yep. and I'm sure the lines for the concessions inside are nuts. A mile long. 
The parking was all the way to the Elks Lodge it, in all that, that dirt the, the lot. The biggest complaint of the whole tournament parking. that came through was the parking. Yeah. How many courts are set up in there? 185 or 90. Are they full-size volleyball courts? Oh, yeah. Wow. No, they're minis. <laughs> well, I mean, I, they got they got a half quarter going on there? What's no, going on? It's They're all full-size. The Vegas one at the Mandalay Bay um, Convention Center is bigger. Oh, I forgot you went to Vegas for that. That's where those two guys from uh, Montana you met were. Yeah. Do they rotate? Surprise. Yeah. Do they rotate like we did in high school volleyball where you're on the net for, you know, three deals and then you're on the back for three? So you basically rotate around position or? Yeah. So she's not like a specific. Sometimes she's the librero that plays anywhere, you know, that comes in and out as they please. She doesn't have to wait in the rotation. But she work in the net because she's tall. That's what she's doing now. Yeah, she's a hitter. She's not a setter. She's, she's really practicing on her serving and her jumping and timing of spike. And she's hitting the ball really well. She's powerful, man. I'm telling you, put your hands on her, dude. And I'm I got some strength. And he she can withhold my strength. So Look, like, do you have any connections for her? I mean, you got you got McKivitz and George Brett and all these guys in the. You got? Have you met any volleyball players that can help her out? Yeah, I know a ton of volleyball. I've been I've been secretly going to volleyball <laughs> yeah. games my whole life. Yeah, you've been like, reaching like out like to wedding crashers. I, I figured you know six degrees of separation, you could meet some. Yeah, I have been. I mean, everywhere I go, everywhere I go, I'm getting her shirts from colleges and and looking at the different programs. And she wants to play D1 volleyball. Does she really? So yeah, like I'm not going to politic it and try to pull strings. No, but I'm, I'm talking look- about getting like some coats, like some training. Some yeah, I got connections in training and yeah. bought her a full court and a get, net. You know, we got. I a, saw I that. Her. Yeah. So get her some New Balances or some, you know, some kind of shoe or something uh, like that. I Reebok mean, New Balance for the for people our age, I think. Or they older. don't like those. I don't think. We'll so. get her some Nikes or something. She's into it, man. She was dressed for practice two hours early yesterday. Fired up. Is she into like the conditioning part? Is she, she do, do they run them? And, and deal yeah, well. I mean her form's getting better. Her balance, her core strength, like she's her box jumps, her vertical jump. She's becoming a little athlete, dude. Can you get a scholarship I mean, you playing volleyball? Look at the jeans, right? Yeah, you can get a volleyball and scholarship. D one, D two, D three. Let's ask. Uh, let's ask Dalmore about the jeans. About the recruiting mistake, the jeans? D, the jeans. Yeah, see how he liked his recruiting Coach choice. Coach D told me he'd rather have a, a whole team of me than have a bunch of freaking prima donnas. You got to be a blue chipper, dude. You got to work hard. I agree. I get it. Speaking of Dalmore, and just briefly going to the Suns because I wanted to lay my plan on you. We can. I'll lay it on you on the air. I'm going to throw out an, an email just for dinner, uh, and I'm going to say, "Here's what I'm going to say." Firing back up. First and foremost, if you don't want to be on this email anymore, send me a private one that says to take you off. And number two, I'm making a reservation for a dinner. And if it gets to be 30 or 40 people, then I'll figure it out. JP would be able to help us out if it came to that. But I don't think it will. But I think there's six. If there's six to 10 guys, we'll go somewhere nice. Not nice, but you know what I mean? We'll go to go to La Strada. More than that, if you kick it back up. I don't know if there there was like five guys at the last meeting we had. There's got to be a cause. I agree, but I think we got to start with at least everyone. A few people outside of you have reached out to me and said, when are we doing Suns again? Has Brad at all? No. Would Brad come back? No. Why? Uh, Maybe. Why wouldn't he? Well, I think, well, maybe he would now that he has his own car service again. I think his major thing was he moved way out on the Mount Rose Highway, and so driving all the way to the Coney Island and having drinks and driving home wasn't going to happen, you know? It's about the same distance as me. Well, this valley sucks to get there from... Yeah. This valley sucks to drive in. It does. You don't want to do well, Are that. you going to Aaron Lewis? Are you going to go see him? You're not even a fan. Huh? With that beard, you'd think he'd be a huge fan. I like him. I've seen him several times. You know what I've done for him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I do know. Guy owes me 60 bucks, I think. <laughs> 
Uh, when's he playing here? A couple weeks. I haven't seen him in a long time, but he is very good live. Oh, he's so good. So good. Oh, dang. Got to miss it. Is he only doing a one-day show here? Or where is it? Um, Plays Vegas on the Saturday after SHOT Show. I'll be uh, going. You and I saw him once here, right? And then I saw him once. I don't think you came. I've seen Clay him saw much, him. a lot of times. Yeah. I love him live. He's good. I have a good live uh, recording of a uh, nutshell by Allison Chains. Have you ever heard that from him? Anyway, he starts out. He says, this, this song's for one of our fallen heroes. And you can't hear what the person says in the crowd, but, you know, they, they yell out Jimi Hendrix or something like that, right? And there's like a little bit of a pause, and then Aaron Lewis goes, a different fallen hero. <laughs> and he starts to play the Alice in Chains songs. It's pretty freaking funny. We're breaking for a commercial. Hold on one sec. Different following here. First, there was Bonnie and Clyde, Batman and Robin, Cheech and Chong, Brooks and Dunn, and now we have Chad and Alex. You're the party guy. You're Van Wilder. Hmm. I'm your black sidekick. Big shout out to Jack Daniels, American Almond Beef, The Provider, and Cowboy Choice Feeds for supporting this dynamic duo. Chad and Alex will return after the break. Stick around. Hey everybody, you know we are a huge fan of Jack Daniels, not just their product, but their mission, their culture, Lynchburg, Tennessee, the people, and we want to introduce you to the Jack Daniels Single Barrel Program. Join us at jackdaniels.com and learn about the Single Barrel Program, visiting Lynchburg, Tennessee, participating in a barrel tasting, a whiskey tasting, picking your favorite flavor, whether it's the burn in your mouth, whether it's the maple, whether it's the different combination of flavors that you are going to experience in each of the distinct bottles of Jack Daniels Single Barrel, you're going to be able to choose the best one, your favorite one, and purchase that entire barrel. It all comes bottled in individual single barrel bottles. You get your own hanging name tag, brand tag, your logo on it. You can give them away as gifts. Go knock on the door of a landowner and say, thank you for letting me hunt your field. There's so many options with the Jack Daniels Single Barrel Program. We're proud to be part of it. We have introduced it to so many of our friends and family across the country, whether it was at a business, whether it was at a duck lodge, whether it was at a conservation event. It is truly an awesome program. Learn more about it at jackdaniels.com. The Single Barrel Program. We've been involved for the last five years. I'm looking at two of my barrels right now. We just got our 2023 barrel in the Single Barrel Rye. Absolutely mesmerizing. My brother Clint's old fashions with it. Speak for themselves. It's the Jack Daniels Single Barrel Program. Check it out. Learn about it. I hope you decide to visit Lynchburg, Tennessee and get your own barrel. Thank you very much. Looking for a high-quality truck accessory that's built to last? Look no further than Lear. With over 50 years of experience in the industry, these guys know what it takes to make your ride look and perform its best. Whether you're looking for a fiberglass or aluminum cap, a hard or soft cover, or accessories to customize your truck, Lear's got you covered. Their products are made with only the best materials, and their innovative features provide added convenience and security for truck owners. Head over to Lear.com to explore their range of products and take your driving experience to the next level. Have you heard of the fun button? Flaskap has reinvented the way we use tumbler cups. Everybody's got a tumbler cup. Come on, let's admit it. This tumbler cup is different. The Matic lid is different. The six, the nine. Nobody wants glass in their boat. Nobody wants glass anywhere because of what can go wrong. If you go into your buddy's boat and glass breaks, that's a no-no. So you got your mixers in the cool. You might have a two liter of Coca-Cola, classic Coke Zero. You might have some club soda in a plastic bottle or a can, stuff that doesn't break and get glass that's nasty and will cut your feet up like no tomorrow. The flask 
cap allows you to store your spirits, your Jack Daniels, in that Matic lid. And with one touch of that fun button, it disperses a shot into your mixer, down there with your ice, your Coke, whatever it is. You can have vodka, you can have gin, you can have tequila. We choose Jack Daniels Tennessee Sour Mash Whiskey, and you have your cocktail for the day. Remember to enjoy it in moderation. Never allow underage drinking. Be safe. But Flask Cap supports the culture of the American outdoorsman, the American outdoor enthusiast. And they keep it safe, they keep it ethical, and they keep it fun. The entire brand, the culture, the messaging is exactly what we're all about here at The Foul Life. We're proud and honored to be teamed up with Flask Cap. Check them out at Flaskap, F-L-A-S-K-A-P.com. And you are going to be so happy and take pride. Get your name on it. Get your logo engraved on it. Again, it's all about moderation. It's all about safety. Be careful with that fun button. One is enough. Two can be a lot of fun. Three is way too many. But you're going to keep that glass out of the boat, off of those beaches, and you're going to have a blast consuming alcohol through the flask cap. Again, thank you for supporting flask cap. I'm Chad Belding with the Foul Life Podcast and the Foul Life Television. Thank you all very much. Welcome back to Jack Daniels Presents This Life Ain't For Everybody, the Breaking It Down Edition that specializes in fertility and procreation. I'm starting to figure out, like, this is all the more reason for you and Julie to have a kid. No. You're, like, God, telling the no. world you need kids. You think you'll have more kids? Not against them You don't think there's a point where you're too old? I think. In uh, between colonoscopies and shots of Insure? We're bored as hell. We're going to have some babies. Thanks to Lear Toppers, Mickey Thompson Tires, Rigid Lights for keeping this party alive. Now back to the boys. Aaron Lewis has got such a weird, not weird, but just a different because he's developed his country music career and he started, you know, he'd come out with that country boy song with George Jones and he's written a lot of country lyrics because he's, you know, he's a country boy at heart. And then he became a rocker when he was the lead singer of Stained and those songs he does live acoustically and his voice just so penetrates good. the crowd. Just And he smokes one cigarette for every song. I know. I just, I'm like, how do you keep singing your try? He's like, if I quit smoking, I can't sing like this. He told us that the one time I met him, that's basically what he's, I mean, everybody knows that you shouldn't be smoking, but like his, I guess his doctor, he's got polyps on his vocal cords and that's kind of what gives him like his sound, that gritty sound. And he asked his doctor if he should have him taken off and he gives like, your voice will change, dude. He's <laughs> just like, so... If you don't want to, how do you withstand that though? Like in longevity of life, like smoking cigs. I imagine a lot of cigs, and he drinks too. I mean, I don't want to make assumptions for the guy, but like you said, if you're if you're smoking that many cigarettes, I imagine you're drinking that many beers when you're off the stage, right? Or uh, who knows? He might not at all. But you a stain fan at all? Oh yeah. He just texted me. Said I'll be there. He called me a felcher. What is that? Do you really want me to tell you? I know what it is. It's a slang word. Put that in the urban dictionary. You'll get the. <laughs> You're that's mean. That's what I wrote back. Yeah. Ouch. I do like. Uh, he wears a diamond encrusted Rolex. I'm gonna guess it's every bit of a hundred thousand dollars. And he told us that he bought it. When he was, you know, at one point, you know, Stained was an, an arena band. They were playing huge shows. He made a lot of money. And he's like, my favorite thing is when you wear a watch like this, you can never be underdressed. He's like, I go to all the events in jeans and a T-shirt, but I wear a $100,000 watch. He said, but I'll stick it right into a Whitetail's freaking chest cavity, pulling the heart out when I'm bow hunting or what he goes. I, I just... I know that it's there and I know that it's a hundred thousand dollars on my wrist, but I wear it like it's a Timex and that's cool. You know what I mean? Like, I think I thought it was cool at least. I think that he's got that attitude. Like he literally doesn't 
he's got to be making so much money because I don't know what he gets a night, but he's pretty he's pretty skeleton crew, you know, when it comes to the band, you know, and he's on the road with Stained in the summertime at all these big oh, rock totally festivals. Different. And then he, he's the hardest working guy in music. Yeah. I mean, this guy literally tours year round every year and he sells out everywhere he goes. Have you ever noticed that? Oh, he sells out. He sells everywhere. out everywhere. You know, he's not even playing the downstairs room this time at the legacy. He's playing the ballroom. Really? Yeah. That's like 4,000 people, 5,000 people for a little acoustical show. It, it, Google says he's only worth 6 million. I find that really hard to believe no but, way well he's yeah. gone through some divorces though Ooh, yeah yeah net uh oh dude one of the last times i saw remember he had that guy that played slide guitar for a while when he was doing the country thing yeah it was just the two of them and that dude drove the bus like you said you know skeleton crew so the dude would drive the bus and then he'd put his slide up on stage and play guitar and yeah i don't remember that but i know like i just seen him last year with me and joey gilbert went down and He's got three buses with three drivers and his band and and trailers and and all that. And then Stained, you know, they they have a, a much bigger production. Yeah. But you know, when he travels with a full live band, last year when we saw him, he only had uh, two guitarists on each side, a guitarist on each side of him. No no percussion, no bassist, no electric, no plug in. They weren't, you know, they barely they they barely had a crew at all. But and they just oh, ripped. you saw him outside every single song. God, I wish I could find the video. Every single song. He did. The crowd was just going absolutely bonkers. I'm going to find it right here. You filmed it yourself, you're saying? I had the most amazing time at this show. Aaron was, you know, we went on the bus first and just had a blast, had great conversation about hunting and Second Amendment and politics and all that. And he's just fun to talk to. He's just a fun dude. And he's smart. Yeah, That's what I really like about Aaron Lewis is that he's just down to earth and he's very smart there's us and will clark at the game that was a fun time our first one. Oh, that was one of the greatest we kind of want to show you let you hear this video i think i found it so here i am filming from behind him oh that's cool everybody's singing along he hates that he has other people with him yeah the guitars two guitars is he wearing shorts? No. Listen. <laughs> Across my neck. Isn't that badass? Check him out on the bus. Oh, yeah. He's the best. Dude. Tested positive for freedom, his shirt says. Yeah, tested positive. I tested positive for freedom, 1776. Dude, I'm telling you, he's the real deal. And he's just so godly talented. He is good. Wow. Remember when we thought he played Ryan's Wedding? <laughs> you just pulled that one. <laughs> you couldn't help but giggle on that one. What a dick. God, <laughs> Speaking of that, are we doing spring training this year? And don't be like, we have to. Like, are we going to start planning this? Because it's it's a big endeavor. I know. Could could be tough for me this year. Really? What if I have a regular job? I can't take time off the first well, month I work there. I've tried to offer you one out here where you could go and still be getting paid, but you won't do it. It's weird it's how you a, won't even it's consider It's a what that. if, you know? Huh? It's a big what if. Have you talked to anyone else about it? Yeah. I mean, every, as far as I know, it's on. I know John wants to go. I haven't talked to – Clinton Clay always want to go to it. I haven't talked to Ryan. But, you know, he'll bring that loud-ass Cadillac. Jesus Christ. I <laughs> forgot about that. Whiskey Myers couldn't even play last year because he kept revving up the engine. I hope he sold that. 
He put, he better have. I mean, I'll, I can always try to make something work. I love. I want to go. I love spring training. Yeah, it's the only thing I like to do. Well, here's the problem, though. Is now <laughs> he he goes, "You're all set, you closet liberal." <laughs> uh, you know, after being up in Will's box several times this year, I don't know if I can go back to the freaking bleachers in Arizona, dude. <laughs> I might be, a, so I might be a San Francisco only fudge, uh, baseball fan now. Oh my gosh, Will's! Uh, I've been talking to Will a bunch. He just did you listen to the podcast I just did with him? I didn't even know you did one. Oh, it's so good. Is it out? Yeah, it's called. Um, the last one I saw was Dan Henderson and uh, Cody. I didn't, or not Cody. Dan not, Henderson was the last one I saw. Really? Oh God, there's been a lot since then. Why aren't you doing any publicity for it? Maybe your shadow ban for me shouldn't be though. I don't think so. I'm looking right now. Um, yeah, Dan Henderson. No, it's not- Foul Life, dude. That's This Life Ain't For Everybody. Oh. Will was just on Foul Life. I don't think you publicize that much at all either. I mean, I saw the videos of you guys hitting and stuff. You guys playing around in Kansas, but I didn't see anything about a podcast. Yeah, you, you forgot to advertise that, dude. It's not on here one bit. Someone's going to get fired over that. You had the world upset about this ice eater. Huh? You want to talk about that? Because I saw it. I'm saying, People are funny, dude. I'm going to ask Aaron Lewis to come on the podcast. You are? Where's he staying at the Legacy? Um, I'm sure down on the row. I love Aaron Lewis's music. That Just hearing that song right there gave me goosebumps, no pun intended. Big time goosebumps. What pun was there? Huh? What pun was there? Goosebumps. Does he have a song a called duck Goosebumps? Hunter? No, I'm a duck hunter. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't work that way? No, I don't think so. Maybe. <laughs> if we were talking, I guess we were talking about that ice eater, then you saw Goosebumps. I guess that does count. <laughs> Pretty thin, though. His music, his personality, he's just a good dude. I've, you know, he lives in Nashville a lot now. He's from New Hampshire, Boston, Ohio, maybe Ohio. I think Aaron Lewis is from. I thought he was in that upper, like you said, Maine. Maine, Vermont. Yeah, something like I thought that. New Hampshire. Where is Aaron Lewis from? He doesn't tell people where he's from on this app, it says. He told me. I'm, I'm pretty sure it was up there north. Yeah, Vermont. Rutland, Vermont. Lives in Massachusetts. He's only 51, huh? Yeah. Dude, he's been famous forever. He's on Howard Stern when he was like 19 or 20 back in Stained original days. He's with well, the big let's big just machine. Move on. You can't go. You got other commitments. Yeah, that's you true. can't go to spring training. You're not even going to be able to go to wheel games because those were all during the week. Dude, yeah, things are about to change, huh? No. They're not. That's what I'm fighting for. <laughs> fighting against it. Well, even if you start your own company, you can't just up and leave anymore because you gotta energy's gotta e- go. Everything to that. is done right here. Not you if know. you gotta go deliver toilets or I'm pump toilets or something. I'm not doing that. Why wouldn't you start a toilet company? Well, after talking to you, I need 100 toilets, dude. That's too much. Well, you need a little bit of an investment. I don't want that big. I want to, like, learn how to make Stanley Cups, like bedazzle Stanley Cups and just do those in my garage from... Never make a living. <laughs> how do you know? Because I know several people that have tried to do it in Sierra coating. There's just so many options available out there now with I'm, these Tumblr cups. I was totally joking. They're but... annoying as shit. Do you have a Tumblr? <laughs> Got your handle so Tumblr? Annoying, Where's your Tumblr? Where's your growler? Like, dude, I carry two of these in the gym every day and drink this. So you can one. work out while you're drinking? Yeah, I mean, they're heavy enough to do right. curls with... <clears throat> but they carry a lot of water and let you get your my logos are on them like look, right American see what if Ammon what beef if you sent that to me and then i put some diamonds on it for you Swarovski or something you know that's the lamest thing i've ever heard and then people are stealing my water jug right, right. 
Huh? You got plenty of them. You just buy another one for me. It's a win-win. No, it's the dumbest business model I've ever heard in my life. That is true. So, okay, so you're out on spring training. You're out on Aaron Lewis, and you're probably out on – Will is coming out opening day. I'm going down opening day, dude. When's Talked to him yesterday. Is he really coming out for yeah, opening day? did you day? see the podcast? Did you find it? It's not on there. You get you didn't advertise that Will Clark was ever on your podcast, dude. Will Clark's right there. Where? Fast ducks and fast ducks and fastballs with Will the Thrill Clark, right on there. What I'm saying is, it was never on your social media page to be advertised, so I would oh, know sure that it was. was. There. It was on my stories when I was filming it with him in Kansas. It it was there, but it never said, "Hey, this episode's out now." Well, I don't do that for every episode ever. He's Will the Thrill, dude. Well, I haven't. It just came out yesterday. Okay. Well, then you shouldn't be weird that I haven't seen it yet. I'm zero I'm weird, marketing I'm weird behind because it. you're weird. You can't go anywhere anymore. Not, so, not, do you you're making to, that up. Do you want me to FaceTime you from the rooftop bar at the Viet? The Viet? No, I'll be there for sure. <laughs> San Francisco is so close. Uh, I don't think you're going to be there. I'm going to be there. You really think so? I thought we were going to get to go to a playoff game or something. We got hosed out of that, huh? Playoff game for who? Any of them. I'm going to the NFC Championship. You probably can't go to that I know. Either. I was going to say, you'll be at some playoff game football. Huh? You'll be at a playoff game for football, but I'm saying Thrill couldn't get us into a you know a couple playoff games. The Giants didn't make the playoffs. Well, he's got connections everywhere. They might have been in a wild card game. I don't even think they made the wild They didn't even make the wild card game. We saw their last game. Kapler got hammered. Yeah, he was gone. They were out. Yeah. What I'm saying is some other team, you know, just get us in somewhere. Connections. So you want me to ask Will Clark for playoffs tickets for the Diamondbacks? Yes. That's the dumbest That's where thing. We're going. Ever, it's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my you, life. You're telling me you don't think he went to any playoff games? No, I guarantee he didn't. Really? Maybe Texas. I mean, he used to play for the Rangers. Well, he's got to look at potential players for the Giants organization. Text Will Clark. Did you go to any playoff games or the World Series with the Rangers? Question mark. Or anyone else? Sent. I, I think he would go with like some you know what I mean? He might have. I don't know. I loved when they showed George Brett during the World Series when he was up in the box. Did you did you pay attention to that? Yeah. And the guy goes, talk about baseball royalty. I saw something He's else. like literally one of the best ever. He is. I saw something else with him. In a, it that just reminded cool. me, you're going to miss George Brett in spring training by not going. I guess you don't need to see him anymore, <laughs> you, though, because you got your hat signed and your bat and everything. You're good. You're just making all this up as you go. It's not being made up. You, it's how it is. I've not said that I'm not going anywhere, and all of a sudden you're like, oh, you're never going anywhere anymore. What's he got here? Revolution of barbecue. I don't know. I saw George Brett on something and made me laugh. It was what? I was trying to look at his Instagram to see if I could remember what it was, but it's not on there. So what else? So you you don't know what you're going to do for a living? No. Maybe I'm retired. Wouldn't that be cool? Then I could go to everything. I don't think you can afford it, can you? No. Maybe Jilly could get a second job. Well, she works enough. All right. She should be getting paid more by her dad, maybe, and then you don't have to work at all. That'd be nice. I could probably work that out. So you don't know, you really don't know if you're, what your job's doing right now. No. I'm highly unmotivated towards it too. Nice break though. I've worked every day since I was 14. Will thought I was talking about his playing career. I said, did you go to any playoff games or the World Series with the Rangers? I should have, I should have specified this year, clarified. Yes, playoffs in 96 and 98, but we got beat both times by the Yankees. (laughs) Let me clarify. Last year, did you attend any playoffs or World Series games as a fan or some degree of working? I don't know if he would because that was nice. He that you got me this drives. water. I drank the whole thing when yes, it first. I had to bring you water. I know when it first showed up. I was like, "Well, I don't even really know if I want that," but now it's gone. Thank you, keeping me hydrated. Mine's gone. This one's gone. I've been just pounding water. You're just getting back to level. 
No, I I had a couple whiskeys last night during the national championship. Did you watch Michigan? No, I, I didn't mean it like that. I meant you've been on this long road trip. I know you probably don't drink enough water. Dude, I've been exhausted. The way I've been sleeping is like, I'm like, man, my body was smoked. Right. But dude, when we were in California this last time, we were up at four and we would literally go from the decoy spread, the hunt, B-roll, breaking down, photos in the truck, to the cafe breakfast, leave the cafe to the shop, film cleaning birds, leave there, set up the podcast, film the podcast, leave there, go to Rocky's house, start the Traegers, get all the birds going, get a full dinner, film that, and then freaking go to bed and then wake up the next morning. Do it like literally didn't even have time to take a piss. Like yeah. it was just, just boom, 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 so you're boom, not boom. drinking any water or anything. I'm drinking water all through the, I'm always drinking. You are. Yeah. I love drinking water, but it's like I'm just talking about my my energy levels. Where when you're in the heat of it, like I'm, my adrenaline's going, so I don't feel it. But man, when I when I get back and I get a chance to sleep, it's like I need it. But right now, I'm supposed to be in Wyoming and I'm supposed to be in Nebraska, and both trips canceled because of this shitty migration. So it's like you know, I got everything happens for a reason, and I'm literally supposed to be shooting Canada geese and mallard ducks right now in Wyoming. And they just don't have them. They just don't have them. They're still up in Alberta, Montana. Because zero freezing weather up there, huh? Um, Nothing's pushing them down. No snow. Right. It's getting cold now. But no, no precipitation. Yeah, and it's not like I can just barge in whenever I want. You know, these people welcome us at different times, you know, whether sure. it's an outfitter or they have room in camp or whatever. So, are, are, Is anyone down south getting anything? It's been slow everywhere. I mean, Oklahoma's been doing pretty good. We did good when I was in Oklahoma. Arkansas, we did pretty good, but it's dry there. They don't have enough water in Arkansas. It's just been a weird year. California's been good? California's been a hammer. A freaking hammer. And I know that you don't get to waterfowl hunt anymore, so you don't get to waterfowl hunt. You don't get to go to spring training. Right. You don't get to go to the Aaron Lewis concert. You don't get to go to Giants games with Will Clark. What am I going to do? I don't know. What can you do? Because... Can you even go to like a 49ers game on a Sunday because you have to be to work the next day? So you got to get rested right. up. I don't know. Yeah. Damn. I might jump off the Harris, dude. See, no, you wouldn't. You wouldn't even have the guts to get up on top of it. I'm not afraid of heights. You're not? No. Not at all? Zero. Have you ever been to the Empire State Building? Never been to New That's York. That's high. I've been high before. <laughs> <laughs> Bet you have Panama Red. <laughs> Bet you could, Panama Red. I'm trying to think how high. I, I've been to the Grand Canyon. Look down that thing. I went on a sick-ass private helicopter ride the other day. Where at? We went from Chico, um, well, pretty much Durham. We got on it in an air, a little airport, and we flew it over Bar- Lake Berryessa and the mountains all the way into the Napa Valley, flew right over the town of Napa, all over St. Helena, and then on the other side where the bay comes in there, and we, we went into this. We had a big meeting at this club down there. Landed right pretty much in the parking lot of the club, got off the helicopter, walked into the front door, met for 90 minutes, came out the front door with two bottled waters, got back on the helicopter, flied back, and then got ready for the hunt the next day. Why'd you do that? Just the way life take, took me. Had to go to that meeting. That meeting's going to turn into big things. And then the hunting was fabulous. I can't get enough of that freaking lifestyle in California of the butte sink, the rice, because the rice is so awesome for specs. I don't really enjoy hunting ducks and rice or flooded rice, but hunting specs and that rice is, and they're so good eating. Are they getting a bunch of snows right now too? It's a ton of snows there. Will did not go. Hmm. We are bragging about you on the podcast. He's so good on this other podcast I just showed you. You need to listen to it. I'm going to have to. I didn't even know you did it. I mean, I knew you did it, but I didn't know it was out. Did you see my videos I posted of me playing wiffle ball Mm -hmm. with Will? 
just hitting jacks. Did he swing at all? Jacks, yeah. He was taking it easy. The the videos of him hitting off that tee that he showed us in San Francisco are pretty impressive. His swing, his leverage is amazing. He's a great athlete. Golden Spikes Award winner at Mississippi, at, uh, Mississippi State. First round draft pick. Olympian. Gold medalist, I believe, or silver medalist. Five-time or six-time All-Star. He should be in the Hall of Fame. He's in the Giants Hall of Fame, one of only 11 Giants to have their number retired. Think of how many people have put on the New York Giant or San Francisco Giant uniform. Oh, and, th- and think of the names that are in there, dude. Yeah. Willie Mays. He's there. McCovey. Yeah. Orlando Cepeda. Mel Ott. Barry Bonds. I mean, you could you could name. It's going to be. I mean, you'll probably never <laughs> see those jerseys retired hanging up there anymore, ever. Never. You'd have to, like, you might have to go to a Saturday game. I think they do, like, a Saturday day Are game. Are you going to walk in the front gate? <laughs> I'm gonna get no. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get the Western seats from Joe Dorico and go to the club level. It's gonna be great. I'm kidding. I I still like that's still great to do. I mean, what's I, wrong with that? I I think it's great. Sometimes it's better than going up to a box. That's I'm just all you pissed eat, that you're not you gonna be drink. with us. I like going with you to the Hotel Via. Yeah, it's like we're breaking up right on the air here. It is weird. It's I'm like, probably never gonna talk to you again. Well, you barely do anyway. You don't Everybody keep anyway. in mind that nothing's changed in my life. Oh, it has changed. <laughs> I got a new dog. <laughs> Bruno. Bruno. That's that's what's changed. It has changed, though. Nothing's changed. You don't hunt anymore. Dude, I, how are I you going to hunt with a job? I don't. How does anybody get along with a job? It's, in, it's <laughs> almost impossible. That's why I'm not doing it. I'm going to go like this as long as I can. I don't know if I don't know if Will Clark's going to like you not being around. Will Clark doesn't even know who I am. Yes, he does. He always asks about you. See, I'll be able to take some time off, get down there to see him. Dude, you've got to wait at least a year to ask for days off. You can't get hired and be like, by the way, I need these nine I days off. I got a baseball game baseball to go to. Season. I don't think you can do that. I think I could. Are you going to your parents for dinner tonight? Yeah. After I drive back into town. Oh, that's another thing. Um, on the Christmas podcast, you said you're going to bring me some of your mom's cookies. That never happened. Look at, as I said, look on, onto yourself. Oh, I haven't yeah. heard from you. Look onto myself. You're, you're I down in if California. I don't, if you don't hear from freaking, me, I don't hear from you. Right. You don't do anything. You if I don't invite sequestered you yourself into your home. If I don't invite you to come hunting in California, I will not get the invite. No. That just shows you how our relationship. You want to go chuck around in Winnemucca? I got Aaron Lewis. I don't. I mean, then I got. I leave that Tuesday for SHOT Show, Vegas. I got SHOT Show Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Fly from Vegas to San Francisco for another volleyball tournament. Go to the volleyball tournament on the morning of the 27th, the morning of the 28th. And then I go to Santa Clara for the NFC Championship game with the 49ers on the afternoon of the 28th. Wow. It's going to be kind of fun. See, the people in the crowd are starting to realize what's really happening here. What is it? You're just too busy. No, that's not busy. That's That's I live in Reno, Nevada. You never leave here. Well, you went to Pismo Beach. I mean, so well, dude, my triceps are hairy. Small too. Is dude. That you haven't, bad been, you haven't been working out very much, or what? You, you used to have a nice tricep. Now I can barely see it. Well, whatever. I mean, I'm just coming off duck season, dude. I got to get freaking going again. I go today. I went to my trainer yesterday and rocked it. That's not what he said. He he has his own. But podcast. dude, I wonder if girls mind. Hairy shoulders and triceps. What kind of girls are you looking to attract? Anna. I doubt she cares. Really? Yeah. Why? Why would they care? Well, would you date a girl that had hairy shoulders? (laughs) That's a little bit different. (laughs) How is it different? 
Because guys are supposed to have a little bit of hair on them, dude. On their shoulders? You're supposed to be a man. Do you think that a caveman had a bald shoulders, dude? So no. if, if So if you're me, you don't get a little bick and shave that tricep and that shoulder area around my tattoo. Where do you stop it at? Your That's elbow? Question. That's what I'm saying. Well, yeah, but I mean, you don't so have- You could go JP and shave everything. JP shaves everything? Everything. Arms, legs, everything. He does? Yeah. How long does that take? I don't know, but- that's what I mean is you're making a weird face. Like, Why would he shave everything? Because he's of the notion of you, man. Chicks don't like it. So he wants. So to down be- here, he doesn't even want it on his forearm? Nothing, That's normal. Yeah. It's all normal. You don't have it on your shoulders? Yeah, I do. Not yeah. like, no, I'm not like a, I'm not wearing a hair sweater, but if you were to really examine my shoulder, you're going to find so a hair do you, there. Do you have a hair tank top like I got going on right now a little bit? I do shave like the top of my shoulder. Oh, so the truth comes out. If I see it. But like so top, Jilly does care. That's what I'm saying. No, that's me. Just if I see like this long hair right here, I shave it off. But like, well, I wouldn't know where to stop if I went to my arm. Would you stop right at your elbow? Well, it just depends on where your sleeves start. So for know. you, you got to go all the way up. No, you just go about right in there. You just naturally blend it in. Have the guy put a fade in your. Can, <laughs> that's can the, you fade yeah. my tricep, yeah. please? Cut me in there a little bit. I want a little bit longer on the elbow and then nothing and then a little bit. Yeah. See, then I don't know. It's weird. Looks good on you, though. Looks good on you. So you are in better spirits. Rest in peace, Pecan. That was a good episode. People are just now going to be able to hear that because it releases today. God, you sent me that little teaser and it made me cry. Let's see if it released yet. I you think, think people think I'm a dork for being that sad? Um, I still am. No, I don't think it's being a dork at all. I think it's awesome. I think it's great that you have those kind of emotions, but I think you need kids. No. I couldn't imagine losing a kid. Why? The, the sadness I felt for a dog, I mean, multiply it by a billion, dude. It's terrible. I have, I mean, I could have, you imagine St. Jude's, that kind of thing? Like, well, I have, a, I have a couple of people I know that lost both their sons, dude. They had two kids and now they got none. Ugh. That's a lot of emotional investment that could be gone in the blink of an eye. How do you recover? I guess people do every day, though. Me and Melanie talk about all the time, my ex-wife. I don't think you could continue life, man. I, it'd be very difficult. You think you'll have more kids? No. I'm not against it, though. Not against it You don't all. think there's a point where you're too old? I think probably like 60. I mean, Mick Jagger just had one like almost 80. So you you go to high school graduation, and you're like 78 years old, and life's good. It's all good? You, you feel like you're still in touch with the youth? You feel like you can still provide a good, wholesome background in between uh, colonoscopies and Shots of insure. Are you a hundred percent telling us right now that you're you're not never gonna have kids again? Never. I never had one in the first place. So I'm never gonna have. I'm never gonna have kids. Do you oh. ever trip out when you think back to your childhood and how old? Like when your your first like memories of your parents. You know when you when you start to like you obviously don't remember when you were one two three probably. What were you four or five years old when you start having some memories? Our parents were in their twenties, dude. And then I think about when you have like a like a really vivid memory, like playing youth sports. Our parents were in their thirties, dude. Like, and then you think about like high school. Like, I should have a high school kid right now, or I could have a high school kid right now. Like, I can't imagine having some eighteen year old punk like I was, you know, being the way I am or was, and being my age and dealing with a kid. Like, because I guess when you when you're young, you think your parents are so old, but they're not. My parents were freaking 30 and 40 when we were growing up. It's crazy. Yeah, but I still think that you would be a great dad. I would. I'd be one of the best. That's why I'm not one. You got to take a few of me out of the out of the mix every once in a while, you know? Survival of the fittest, I guess, for those kids. 
<laughs> got to have a couple of deadbeats and you got to have a couple of normals. I think in the long run, that emotion that you felt with Pecan is the inner. I think there's part of your inner psyche that would be able to put all that love into a kid and that you're going to miss that part of life. Mm. Not that it's a guilt trip. I'm just saying you're going to miss a part of life that that the feeling cannot be duplicated. When you when you lay by your kid that you know loves you the way they do and that they made you. And I get it that there's different stories and different statuses of all that, but there's something to be said about that feeling that that's your blood and that you would literally, when she hurts, I want to take the pain away. But see, it's like uh, me. I've never felt that. So I don't know. I don't know what I'm missing out on. Therefore it's all good. You know what I mean? Like I don't, I'll never, I don't have that emotion because I've never felt that emotion. And it, granted, for a dog, I was very sad that he passed away, but it's nothing compared to a kid or something like that. But, you know, it'd be like saying to someone that's never eaten meat, like, you've never tasted a bone and ribeye steak cooked to perfection. They have no clue. They've had vegetables their whole life, and they're not good. Sure, but so, now you're, you, know, you can't compare that to kids. No, that's what I'm saying is I've never felt that emotion, so I'm not missing that emotion. They would tell you the same thing, like... I don't know. It could be the greatest thing on earth, but I don't know because I've never never had it. So I don't feel the same way. You know what I mean? I don't know, man. I I, I guess I could I could play the devil's advocate with you and tell you that you're going to feel some heartbreak in your future because at some point your kid don't want to hang out with you anymore. Well, that's already happening, but that doesn't cause heartbreak. Oh, you, it's got to. No, it doesn't cause heartbreak. It causes... It would cause more of an understanding of like that's part of life. But I know they'll, they'll could have come but back. That sucks. That's just part of adolescence. They're going to come back. When my daughter, when it's me and Alyssa, like it was yesterday, I know damn well one hundred percent her admiration and love for me. I know it's a feeling that you can't not, get from not, a dog. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not arguing that. But I'm saying she's going to go to college. She's going to get married. And she's going to end up, you know, it's just, it is the circle of life, but it does, you've invested so much into it. And then you're going to be the guy that gets a phone call every once in a while on your birthday. And Chris, she might move to Boston and maybe, you know, that's just and, part of life. And then, you know, I know it is, but hold think, on a second. That's hold pain on. and heart. Hold on. Heartache. I, think I found it. Hold on. What'd you find? Hold, please. Ready? I don't know where it is. This is the song I was talking about. Toby Keith. They fall in love. Outside looking in, it's a dream come true. But as time goes by, something turns up missing. There's not enough hugging, not enough kissing. Before too long, you better do what they gotta do. Ooh, gotta get you some. Listen right here. Babies. Hmm. Gotta get you some. Gotta get you some. Not enough loving and not enough kissing, Alex. It's it time for the next stage, bud. Toby Keith, my oh, man. man. Get well soon, Toby. Love me some Toby Keith. Get you some. That's how we're going to end it. Get you some of this podcast. This life ain't for everybody. The Breaking It Down series. Still thinking about Pecan. We got a new edition with Bruno. Hope you all are checking out our other episodes of the Foul Life Podcast, Where the Payment Ends, Anna V's American Wing Shooting, Jennifer and Brittany's 40 Years to Freedom. Thank you for supporting all of our sponsors, especially on this one right now, Jack Daniels, 
Tennessee Sour Mash Whiskey. Enjoy it responsibly. Never allow underage drinking. Last night, me and Clint was over here with Heather. I cooked some American almond beef, almond beef ribeyes. They brought a salad, and we had a little bit of the bonded series and the sour mash, or the triple mash, the bonded and the bonded rye. <sighs> Good whiskeys, 100 proof. It had a little tiny light touches of each of those. Great tasting whiskeys. Jack Daniels just does it. The 10-year, the 12-year. If you want to do a little shot of the fire on a cold day, like we have nine degrees out here this morning. Were you thinking about having a shot of fire at nine? No, or- not today. I'm working too much, man. I'm working too much. Will Clark said thank you for bragging about him on the podcast. He gave me the thumbs up and the prayer hands. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Will, you're welcome for teaching you how to swing a baseball bat. <laughs> I messed with him the whole time in Kansas, dude. Talking about, about like teaching how he, about it. How he copied my swing. <laughs> like, it was so funny. He's just, <laughs> dude, he is a blast. He is the man. You got to come to camp with us next year. We're going to make it an annual thing. He sent me a picture the other day. He said, look at this. Just got back. But he just killed this deer, and he was so fired up to get it butchered. He was already starting to clean it. My phone won't download pictures for some reason. It's so jacked. Come on. Technology's awesome until it isn't. Mm-hmm. Thank you all for listening. I'm headed to the gym. Crosby's headed to family dinner. And um, if you don't hear much from Crosby, it's because he's not able to come out on Tuesdays <laughs> and record anymore. How are you going to do that? That via was kind Zoom. of a moment of silence for you. We'll do it for via your Zoom. Fun. That was a moment of silence for your fun having. Man. Thank you all for listening to another edition of Breaking It Down. This life ain't for everybody. The Breaking It Down edition will return when Chad and Alex get back from the spa. Dude, I literally have had two facials that women get. I love them. I get them all the time. You do? Love them. I'm like, hey, all the blackheads on your nose and all the stuff they do to your skin is amazing. Hey, I would have been the first one to tell you that it was lame. I just, I, I, I enjoyed I, it, dude. I have one being uh, done for when I get back from this next California. Really? Love. The thing I like is you just kind of lay there with your eyes closed and you get to relax for like an hour, you know? Jack Daniels, Oakley sunglasses, Gator coolers, and Corning Ford, support you and your manhood. Chad and Alex will be right back. We travel a lot. We're up and down America's highways, byways, thoroughways, cornfields, dirt roads, back roads, country roads. Love seeing that dust in our rear view. Love looking over and seeing the sun set, the sun rise. Mallard ducks pitching in to a pond in Kansas. A coyote howling in Wyoming. An antelope standing on the side of the road in Nevada. We get to do this all through Ford trucks. Corning Ford. Paul. Francis, the entire crew, the customer service, the service department, the selection, the dedication to excellence and quality, the number one Ford Super Duty dealer in the West United States five years in a row. They're in the top 10 in the country and they're in a little tiny town, Corning, California. 5,000 people deep maybe, but the construction, the farming, the ranching, the almonds, the walnuts, the olives, the duck hunting, the fishing, the deer hunting and turkey hunting, predator hunting, you name it. Corning Ford is part of it. They support our lifestyle, their pricing. They refuse to mark them up. Give them a try. They'll deliver your truck anywhere in the country. They've delivered them to Alaska, Florida, so many to Nevada, so many to Northern California, all over Arizona and Colorado. They've delivered three to Tennessee. They delivered one to Minnesota to our friend Andrew at Wild Acre Kennels. It's Corning Ford. They support the outdoors, and there's nothing better than a Ford truck. These 2023 Ford Super Duties, F-250s, F-350s, the long bed, the short bed, the tremor package. Watch your speed. Set that cruise control because sometimes you'll look down and be like, I'm not going that fast. Something's got to be broken. And you're pulling a trailer, and you got a leer topper on the back of it. The bed of your truck is full. 
They're meant for hauling. They're meant for towing. Thank you, Francis. Thank you, Paul. There's nowhere better in the country to buy your next Ford vehicle or Ford Super Duty truck than Corning Ford. Thank you all for supporting them. Gator Coolers, the drinkware, the coolers, the 45, the 70, the 110, on wheels. Keep that meat fresh. Keep those drinks cold. Ice for days, the retention, the design, the attention to detail, just how cool they are aesthetically. It's just a great American brand out of the great state of Louisiana. The McGeehee Brothers, my boy Brian, they are kicking butt. The official cooler and drinkware of the Foul Life Television and the Foul Life Podcast. I can't say enough. I love opening a Gator Cooler and seeing it full of our bounty. Wings on if we're traveling, possession limits only, everything ethical, but I love eating wild game and I love making sure that it's fresh and that's exactly what a gator cooler allows the hunter or fisher to do. I don't take it for granted. I travel with several of them in our trucks and trailers. We have snacks in them. We have drinks in them. They come with cutting boards. They do not leak. They do not allow air into it. Their design is absolutely perfect and they are reinventing the way that people take care of their food, their bounty, and they support Ducks Unlimited, California Waterfowl Association, so many conservation agencies across the country. You can find them at the NWTF convention in Nashville, Tennessee this coming February 2024 as part of our booth. We don't go anywhere without Gator. They are cold-blooded down to the core, the official cooler of the Foul Life Television and the Foul Life Podcast. Get you a Gator for this season. I promise you, it's going to keep your meat fresher. Vision. I just had a lens retraction surgery last year it's pretty much like cataracts that you're going to get in your 60s 70s everybody's going to get it once you get it your vision is there it's never changing artificial lenses i had it at 40s and i'm telling you with what i do with duck hunting and scouting and watching my daughter grow up i'm just so thankful that i'm back to 2015 in my right eye and 2020 in my left eye thanks to dr matt mills who you've all heard on our podcast but i want to protect my eyes and that's exactly where one of our badass partners comes in Oakley, Oakley eyewear, the Oakley culture, the Oakley lifestyle. Protect your vision when you're shooting, when you're fishing. Nothing worse than getting a hook in the eye with somebody casting on the same boat. You just can't take it for granted. The damage the sun can cause, the rays, the UV, just keeping the dust and the dirt out of your eyes, just everything during a hunt, pit blind, boat blind, it doesn't matter, sun up. They make different lenses for different skies. They're sold all over the world and they support the military and the blue line and conservation and hunting and fishing in the outdoors and living off the land. And we never hunt without our Oakleys. Everybody's like, why you always got your sunglasses on? Shouldn't be wearing sunglasses. You probably shouldn't in turkey hunting. I don't wear them in turkey hunting because of the vision of a turkey and the reflection. But when I'm shooting trap range or the sporting clays or the skeet or the five stand, or I'm in a duck hunt or a goose hunt, I have my Oakleys with me at all time. I put them in my banded backpack. I have them in an Oakley hard case. I keep them protected. The prism lenses, everything that goes in to the technology behind the Oakley brand and the frames, the function of them, all of the different lenses that you can get, like I mentioned, and the way they protect our eyes. The prism lens technology is second to none. You got to get a pair of Oakleys. I know there's a lot of choices out there when you want to protect your eyes, but remember, please support the brands that support this lifestyle. Oakley, the official eyewear of the Foul Life TV, the Foul Life podcast, and everything we do here at the provider and where the pavement ends. Thank you so much for supporting Oakley. Get you some of Jack Daniels Presents This Life Ain't For Everybody, the Breaking It Down Edition with Chad Belding and Alex Crosby. Get you some of this podcast, This Life Ain't For Everybody, the Breaking It Down series. Go ahead and get you some. Gotta get you some. Gotta get you some. Ooh, gotta get you some. What do you gotta get, Crosby? 
babies. Listen to new and archived broadcasts of Breaking It Down anytime on SoundCloud, iHeart, Spotify, and thislifeaintforeverybody.com. Thanks for listening, and keep them babies coming.